0: Uh, Today is a moment of great importance to the future of Indiana kids and Indiana education, one I've looked forward to for a very long time. It is no secret that the uh, most important predictors of success in the world of today and tomorrow is academic readiness, and in particular, in the disciplines of math and science that are most central to uh, our economy and to the jobs of tomorrow. And it's no secret that the performance of Indiana kids in those areas is unacceptably bad, abysmal, and that the single best way to get our kids ready to compete in this world is to improve their math and science proficiency. That's why we were so gratified and thrilled when Indiana was selected a year or more ago by the Woodrow Wilson Foundation to be the first home to the nation's first Woodrow Wilson Fellows whom we refer to uh, hopefully as the Rhodes Scholars of Teaching out of 4,000 inquiries and hundreds of applicants the first 59 fellows have been selected they are an extraordinary lot five sixths of them are coming from non-traditional directions that is they have decided to leave business, or engineering, or uh, important pursuits, and uh, come to the aid of our kids. Uh, Essentially all of them have outstanding academic records in math and science. They know the subject matter cold, and they are very interesting people. We have engineers and biologists and horticulturists and and, uh, people who have demonstrated a wide range of accomplishment. They will, as you know, um, be awarded a full scholarship for a one-year master's, and then they have agreed to teach at least three years in schools where they are needed most in Indiana. Fifty-nine teachers in this cohort and like numbers in the next year or two will make a very detectable difference in a short time. in the number of exceptional math and science teachers in our state. This is a huge problem for Indiana, but this is one we can tackle in fairly short order. And I cannot tell you how thrilled I am. Tony Bennett uh, would want me to say the same on his behalf. He's traveling today. How thrilled I am that people of this quality love kids enough that they are prepared to take up careers in teaching, and how grateful we are to Arthur Levine and the Woodrow Wilson Foundation for the genius of their innovation and for giving Indiana the chance to go first. Arthur, would you want to say a word? Thank you, Governor. Yes, sir.
1: About a year and a half ago, Governor Daniels, who I only knew then as one of the leading education governors in the country, and I met to talk about creating we hope to be a pioneering fellowship a road scholarship for teachers that would dignify the teaching profession that would recruit the most talented people to become teachers that would place those people excellent math and science teachers that were much needed in this state into those schools which were highest need and in which the children needed them most and would create model teacher education programs at the state's universities. Since that time, we were joined in this endeavor by key legislators, by the state higher education executive officer, the chief state school officer, by the university community, superintendents, union business community, all joined us in this initiative. The Lilly Endowment chose to fund this initiative in its entirety Four universities undertook what can only be described as path-blazing new and exemplary teacher education programs. Ball State, IUPUI, Purdue, University of Indianapolis. And today we have assembled behind me this extraordinary group of people, this first class. They are top scholars, award winners, community leaders, volunteers. You know, to be quite honest with you, I'm really glad I didn't have to compete with them for this fellowship. They're new college grads. They're people who've spent 20 to 30 years working in industry. They are industrial engineers. They're automotive engineers with expertise in finance, geologists, entomologists, beekeepers. You don't get a lot of beekeepers. (laughs) Professional violinist who's a lab technician process engineer, who's also a disc jockey. They went through an enormously rigorous process. They went through sharing grades, test scores, essays, references. They had to give many lessons. They were interviewed by a panel of Woodrow Wilson fellows, expert teachers from the state of Indiana. And most important, as the governor said, these are people committed to working with Indiana's children, those children who really need the most in the most understaffed fields in this state. In 60 years, Woodrow Wilson's been offering fellowships. And our fellows have become Nobel Prize winners and MacArthur Genius winners and Pulitzer Prize winners, Poet Laureate. You name the award, they've won it. This first group of Woodrow Wilson Indiana Teaching Fellows, we could not be more proud of. They've turned the aspirations and the hopes of that first day the Governor and I met into realities. They're going to make an extraordinary difference in this state, and I think that's just wonderful. Thank you, Arthur. Thank you.
0: Privilege. Ours. Questions? Once they get jobs, do, are their salaries covered or do the school districts hire them? Pay? No, it will be paid by the school districts. And it'll be the best money those school districts ever, ever spent. In the current circumstance, where we're seeing teacher layoffs, are they guaranteed jobs? We're just going to have to do that. You know, it's a bad system which lays off the uh, sometimes the best teachers. Uh, in, this, in this state, uh, you keep a job, a teaching job, by having lived longer and been there longer not by being better and uh, that's got to change ultimately but um, i just have to know to believe that any school district with a chance to have someone this excellent come teach math or one of the sciences is going to jump at the chance and find a way how would you do that government? well we'll shame them into it if necessary but it won't be necessary <laughs>
1: Do you know something i don't know a heck of a lot about policies that are currently being discussed in the legislature you're better off asking the governor and legislators about that than me the one thing i would tell you is i think these people have an extraordinary chance of jobs there may be layoffs in teachers the next few years but the fact is that they're more likely to occur at the elementary level than the high school level they're more likely to occur in overstaffed and understaffed areas, and that math and science are going to be critical to this state, and there's a huge need right now in understaffing in that field. I think these people will get jobs, not only because they're excellent, but because there's a real need for them.
0: Yeah, well, we have to.
1: This change? Um, I'm
0: the spouse of a very motivated teacher uh, she's inspirational to me uh, for the last several years she shared her stories of how she has made a difference and uh, she doesn't present them as that but she she genuinely makes a difference as an art teacher in the lives of the children that come through her classes, kindergarten through seventh. And her inspiration and um, my sense of the need has made me uh, be driven to have the same kind of impact myself. Have
1: you done this before? No. That's pretty darn good.
0: Yeah, let me just say, does anybody have any more questions about the fellows program before we go to lesser, matters of lesser importance? Yeah. Um, This is a very different model than most of the teachers in the U.S. Yeah. Is this a condemnation of that model
1: or an
0: introduction of a new path? How are you viewing this in relation to the traditional teacher education schools? You you heard Arthur praise the four schools that were selected. and as I said that was a very competitive selection which which he made uh, in its own right and um, it is absolutely an objective of this uh, program that we also change the way teachers are prepared in this state they've got to know teachers have got to know the subject matter you can't teach math or science or history or anything else if you don't know much of it yourself and also the schools are moving to a a more hands-on clinical approach uh, than the traditional one. Um, so I would say our most urgent need, given the nature of the economy and the um, uh, poor results we've been getting, is in math and science, but we, we expect to expand this program to other disciplines as quickly as possible. And it'll be expanded only in those schools of education, which are prepared to break new ground uh, as, as Dr. Levine has, has shown them the way. Well, I might ask—certainly uh, a ball state—and I think I don't want to speak for the other schools, but uh, would you like to say a word, Terry, about the about that? Yes, we're focusing on on math and science right now, and, and what we're doing is taking the uh, a one-year master's program and basically unpackaging it from the normal classroom-type setting where students learn on our campus, and we're repackaging it into a clinical, almost like a teaching. Uh, hospital type approach in the schools, partly to get these students, these wonderful students into the classrooms as soon as possible and also keep them motivated. But there are just so many teachers coming through the programs right now, I don't think that we can expand that to other areas just yet. Anybody else? Okay, Norm. I think, it's, I think it's a great process uh, that uh, has been mutually agreed upon, and um, you know this, this process needed a fresh start, starting with fresh, realistic uh, assumptions, so we're, no one's pretending we'll have money, we won't have spending money, we only uh, imagine coming in. So uh, I like the way it's been laid out, signed on uh, uh, gladly, and I think uh, the timelines are realistic. It'll look a lot like the one I submitted in January, modified in two respects. One, um, revenues, which we already knew, were going to be extraordinarily tight. Then will be are, are even tighter. We all know that now, and that's the reality that I've told the legislators they have to face. Second, there is now a federal stimulus bill, which means uh, uh, money we weren't counting on in January for two years, and. Uh, the biggest piece of that, by the way, will flow into education, so there will be a ton of money spent in education the next two years in Indiana. We simply will propose a budget which um, tries to spend that well and make certain that we don't, uh, as we've said often, fall off a cliff in the meantime, uh, consume our whole savings account and um, wind up facing a tax increase. Well, this CID will this problem be considered within the budget? Yeah. Well, we haven't made a final decision yet, but um, we'll make a decision that's first of all in the interest of the children, and um, uh, secondly in the interest of the employees, and certainly in the interest of the taxpayers. Well, the budget last week intended a lot of things Indiana can't afford. It would have bankrupted this state and forced a tax increase. So, of course, we're not, uh, we're not able to agree with everything that was in it. Then what is the decision-making process about since you had already decided to close it? I mean, why are you rethinking- because I've visited with legislators who felt strongly about it as recently as yesterday and agreed to walk around this whole subject one more time. We're taking a fresh look at the entire uh, budget. Um, we'll be updating the one from January in a variety of ways, and uh, we'll, we'll give this uh, one more very honest look. On the CID. Does that mean you're going to introduce in your budget a CID solution? Of some kind. We'll be looking, really, to uh, uh, both the legislators, but first of all to the city itself uh, to see what sort of approach they'd most prefer. But I think that's a... Quite a natural and appropriate thing to do, and is to incorporate something there and see if we can't uh, button that up. Governor, you said you don't want to see gaming necessarily enter into the budget negotiations, but you also said you're open to ulterior motives if it means getting the budget together. Sure, I didn't say it. that. I'm suspicious of ulterior motives. You mean alternative ideas or something? Something like that. What I'm wondering uh, is. That Nothing new to say. I am against any expansion of gambling in the state. I don't see this being productive. By the way, both Speaker Bauer and Leader Long have told me more than once they don't want to see um, this um, hardy uh, perennial interest show up in the uh, in the special session, So let's hope it doesn't. Thank you all for coming, I do encourage you to visit with some of these really extraordinary people.